Hello, welcome, welcome back to uh, the I'm Just Playing podcast. Um, what a fucking year it's been. It's been like what forty days, and the whole world has gone to shit. Well, you know, there's Never only so shit. much we can do nowadays. You know, dear God, what a it, uh, but you know what? We've got more important things to talk about, and that is video games. Because what there's nothing more important, and seeing as we are the number one podcast in the world, it's our duty to make sure that the most important topic in the world is talked about. I mean, so, what other topic is there? Wait to pat yourself on the back, right there, dude. Um. Okay. <laughs> Before you're even introduced to the show, well, hi, <laughs> my name is Sid. Uh, joining me today, as usual, is Brian, and um, uh, we've got special guests. We got a guest. Glad to be here. So we uh, we're joined today by uh, Jakub from uh, the Polish lands. Um, he literally has Witcher blood running through his system. Um, yeah, I mean, hi, how you doing? I, I mean, is <laughs> you know, is, is, is Poland Bolt actually a guy there that everybody loves or no? Oh, Pol- Polish people love Poland Bolt, dude. Every, every- I mean, any kind of recognition. To Poland, I imagine. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's one way of looking at it. But like the people I have seen so far are pretty, pretty self-aware of like the Poland's place in Europe and stuff. So they like they they're pretty distanced from it, and they find it kind of funny. You know, I mean, seeing as it's you know a bit dead out there, I imagine any kind of humor is good. Yeah, plus it's it's pretty accurate what with Poland cleaning Britain's to- toilets and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> You're welcome, by the way. Sid. I, I, I keep Thank that you. shit squeaky clean. <laughs> oh man, I appreciate the hard work. Well, someone's uh, keep it up, man. Keep it up, and uh, Mexico, Europe. Here we are. <laughs> so just to um, introduce you to uh, our, our loyal, loyal fan base. Um, of exactly three people. Yakub <laughs> um, uh, is uh, better known as Captain Whale, but we just call him Whale because he's a giant downer. Um, oh, that's the yeah, that's. But that's his thing. Accurate. But that's okay. his stick. I'll, I'll, gi- that's I'll his give stick. you that. That is accurate. <laughs> I mean, that's his stick. Uh, I mean, wait, wait to sum up like months of friendship in in like one <laughs> sentence. He's he's a downer. That's his thing. <laughs> maybe maybe it's uh-huh. it's just you know we need that that in our lives. I don't know about you, Sid, but I need it sometimes. Yeah, sometimes you do. Yeah, I balance it out. I you you know you have good days and some other days you have me here. So, someone's someone's gotta suck the life out of you sometimes, so you can so you can keep it on for better days. Oh, oh phrasing! Man. If it was only a thing, oh, oh man. god, you can make it a thing. I believe in you. <laughs> so yeah. Um. Well, I don't know what our audience is gonna think about this, but you know, it is what it I is, don't right? Know. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so, I am where um, I am. <laughs> Alright, Popeye. <laughs> what have you been playing today? Uh, well, today... Or this week even, or whatever. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> well, standard for honor, and I've tried out a few, like, the games that I got, f- well, from you, actually, in the Humble Bundle. 
Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. The it was a nuclear throne. Uh, monster loves you, and some fucking weird free running ninja pizza girl thing. And so, nuclear throne is that any good? Because it's been sitting in my library for about a year. Oh, try it out, dude. It's it's really fun. I mean, what's it like? Tell us about it. I mean, it's 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 a roguelike. You guys do know what that is, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So so basically, well, I mean, talk to us. Okay. By the way, this is the first time we've ever got this guy to speak like in a recording. So he's a little shy. Just to point that out. No. Make it a bit more awkward for everyone. <laughs> Sid, you can't tell that to people. These are, these are literally the, the podcast has just come to a point where we're just auditioning people. You know, you wow. know, Sid. I actually don't own this game. Can you believe that? Don't you? I do oh, not okay. own it. Oh. Okay. So for Brian, explain what the fuck you do in this game. Well, it's it it's a top-down two D uh, shooter thing. Basically, like I the story-wise. As far as I can tell, there isn't really any story. I mean, you, you don't gotta, always need a story, though. Yeah, yeah, like, the, the game is fun. It's basically just pure gameplay. But, I mean, the, the goal is I get to, to get to the nuclear throne. And the way I found that out is, like, when I died, it said, you did not make it to the nuclear throne. <laughs> okay. Yeah, okay, so I there's, mean, like, a throne that you need to get to. I, I assume, <laughs> yes. I haven't gotten there still, because it's it's actually pretty, pretty hard. But it... But it is, you. I dig. I do get further and further every time I try, and it is pretty fun. And you unlock like different characters. And there is a there's basically it's a top down shooter. You pick. You can pick up weapons that you find, and once you die, you it it's over. You have to start again from from the beginning. Okay. Oh, as roguelikes do. Do you do you play a lot of roguelikes? Um, a bit of them, but not not that much, not that many. Like the only roguelikes I have played were, I think, uh, Goner, this one, and Necropolis. Okay. I mean, I'm looking at the Steam store page right now. <clears throat> it looks very positive for recent reviews and overwhelmingly positive for overall, with seven thousand two hundred reviews. It is. It's a. Okay. It's a cool game. It's got a cool aesthetic to it, and it's. Uh, it's got a pretty nice soundtrack. Like it's catchy. I like it. It's simple. It's not really that much of it, but it, it. It is what it is, and it's. It looks like it's a bit of a bullet hell, and uh, you know, it is a, a bit. Down it's a thing. bit like uh, Enter the Gungeon, then I guess. Yeah, it is. It is. Uh, that is a comparison I've heard, and I haven't played Enter the Gungeon, but from what I saw. I guess it is pretty similar, yes. But you can use cover a lot of the times, and that is what I what I do a lot because there are there are places where you, you can like hide behind stuff. But basically, it is a bit of a bullet hell, but it's not that bad. It's not that bad. All right. Also, every tell you what I do like about this game. Right. I do like the pixel art. Yeah, yeah. I, really I am like, a bit of a pixel guys, art guy. Have you guys noticed the new, um, this kind of high-definition pixel art trend that's happening? I mean, it's been going on for a while, but yeah. No, no, but I mean, like, it's been going on for a while, but it's now coming to a point where it's really good. Well, like, before um, it was sort of, like, half phoned in. 
Yeah, I mean, okay, Nuclear Throne is probably the worst example of this. But, like, obviously, like, pixel art was a pixel art because, like, they only had, like, 320 by 240 pixels to actually work with to represent a fucking plumber running around jumping on mushrooms. Right, that's that's the size of their canvas at the time. Now we're living living in a high definition age, um, where that is literally. I mean, that's fucking nothing. I mean, Mario nowadays is that size um, on a screen. So, but in order to translate pixel art to a high definition screen, it's like you literally have to like multiply the size of the canvas and have like these giant pixels. But Games like, uh, have you guys seen Owlboy? I saw that. Hyperlight yeah. Drifter. Oh, I've played like, Hyperlight Drifter. Yeah, so they, so I mean, I'm, I'm actually working on a, a script for another episode of the Sid course called, um, The High Pixel Age. Uh huh. Um, because, like, after, well, as soon as photography came out, right, like, now we've come to that was the point where it was like you know what we don't need to do paintings anymore to represent what someone looks like but the art of painting is still around because you know, you're not just going to abandon it and I think the same with the uh, pixel art as well but now obviously pixel art now has to fit onto a much larger canvas and to keep itself relevant and impressive mm-hmm. but yeah I, I, I do like that pixel art is still here and that these artists are translating it to fit on much bigger screens which is cool. I like that. I like it. Yeah, it's 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 not. It, I think it's like the feeling of nostalgia. What really makes you enjoy it, and it still looks nice because because of you can like make make it. Uh, you know, everything's HD as you said, and like enlarged, and you can actually you can just basically put more detail in it. Yet it still like retains this feel of something yeah. familiar, and it's it's got a really nice aesthetic to it. I, I think that's one of the reasons I've been diving deeper and deeper into uh, Darkest Dungeon is because of that aesthetic is, you know, gritty yet, you know, it's got a, it's a little pixely. It's not like high def or anything, you know. Well, uh, Darkest Dungeon's not pixelized. It's like uh, <clears throat> well, I mean, no, it, that's in like in comparison to 2D. today's graphics. Well, I mean, it's it's two D art that's been like spliced and um, uh, puppeted. No, but he's basically saying like the like the way the aesthetic is influencing him and oh, yeah, him enjoy yeah. the game further. Yeah, I mean it is a great aesthetic and it fits very much within. I mean, the, you could you could the totally count the of that game pixels if you wanted. I mean, <laughs> I mean technically yeah, everything is pixels, but I which mean, is also <laughs> like the reason why I love Dark Souls Three so much. Oh God! <laughs> why? Why do you like Dark Souls Three so much? I don't understand. I. I don't really understand it well either, but I just I just do. It's so great, and it's we. And I'm I'm the weird guy here too because I don't really like Dark Souls One. A lot of people like, like Dark Souls fans love Dark Souls One, and Dark Souls Three is just okay. But I'm like the other you, way around. You have two hundred and forty six hours in Dark Souls Three. Indeed, I do. What the wow. fuck? Well, I mean, here's the thing, right? If I was gonna, st- if I st- ever start playing the Dark Souls games, I would probably enjoy Dark Souls Three more than One and Two. Oh, that that's a given. Dark Souls Three has the most forgiving learning curve. Yeah, but I think that's how it'd probably be because, like, when you watch gameplay of Dark Souls One, right? There's a lot of uh, 
fuck you in there. Yes, that's why because, that is all. Like, there's entire fucking levels which are just fucking pitch fucking black. That's just poor game design. That's bullshit. Uh, you can justify it all you like, right? But if your game design is like, oh, we're just not going to make you able to see anything unless you hold a torch in your hand and then you just get like a foot around you that's visible. That's stupid. And I don't agree with that whatsoever. I mean, I get what you're saying. And I want but to I don't agree care. with you. No, no, no. I, I want, to, I want to agree with you. Like I really, I really yeah. do. But there's something, just something, stopping me from it. it, it Dark Soul has a charm to it. Like He's been I don't brainwashed like Dark Soul. I, th- ah, that, I that's, that's, this is why I prefer the, the idea. I know that I would enjoy Dark Souls Three better because everything looks a lot better and it's not like a complete fuck you. There's actual like game design in that. Yeah, let me t- let me tell you this. This is my experience with Dark Souls One because I haven't even finished Dark Souls One. I'm that bad. I didn't have the. I I just couldn't. I I every time I get back, I want to like it. I want to like it. It seems like the. It's it has it is the same thing. It has the same feeling that Dark Souls Three has that I that I fell in love with. But I just can't get myself to play Dark Souls One because of just how it seems. It's filled with bullshit. With just. Straight up bullshit. Exactly. Because so you agree with me? I, I do to a certain extent, yes. Because... Yeah, there you go, you agree with me. So you understand what I'm saying. It's just so much jank in it. It's like, really? No, like, look, in Dark Souls 3, what I love is you can actually, if you are cautious enough and you, like, get the mechanics down with like within, like, the first few levels, you can actually progress without dying if you do, if you don't fuck up. But in Dark Souls 1, there's just a lot of shit that you just couldn't predict or just jumps out of nowhere at you, it's it like, feels like. Oh, exactly. you so played this game five times before? Fuck you. Yeah, that's exactly. what it there's does. A lot of, there's, there's a lot of fucking bullshit in it. Like, like, I saw something where, like, so there's chests in the game where you fucking open it up and there's something in it, yeah. right? Uh, there's, like, chests that just fucking open up and eat you. Yeah, yeah. Just out of nowhere. Those are called uh, and it's like, well, okay, way, and they are the bane of all adventurers. Yeah, so dark. See, that kind of shit is just stupid. Okay? Yeah. Like, there's no signifier. There's nothing that shows to you, okay, this is going to. So, you have to literally learn the entire game in order to have a no death playthrough. That's stupid. I mean, you don't have to learn the entire game. Because in Dark Souls 3, there are messages. Like, people can leave them. I mean, in all Dark Souls games. But, I'm, like, my. I have the uh, most most experience with Dark Souls 3, so that's which, which one I'll stick to. Uh, so that's like. They have messages, and there is a, you can see a message left by another player in front of the chest that says "trap ahead," and there is like an emote of him pointing down at the chest or something. So then you try attacking the chest, and holy shit, there it is! It's a weird ass little thing, mimic. But but I still can't hear you because I'm addicted. No no no! Hang on, I said I said this, but let me finish what I'm saying. <laughs> but I mean, go on. But I see your point, and I agree with you that it is kind of bullshit because their me- their messages are also <sighs> the community is full of assholes sometimes. There you go. There's a bunch. There there's if you're, a if you're whole gonna lot foster- of messages that are basically traps. Exactly. If you if you foster a, one, you make a game that's full of fucking bullshit, and then you foster a community of assholes. 
Uh, I'm just saying, you're maybe you're a piece of shit. <laughs> just <laughs> me, you, but just me. No, I, maybe maybe uh, from software uh, dicks, but they were. Now Dark Souls Three, they're, uh, they're not that assholes. Like there's a whole community that bows before battles, and like there is a there is a there is a code of honor, and like in the multiplayer aspect of the game, the messages are just people fucking around with you. But messages are basically uh, whatever people find they funny. They can't control what the players do with the environment. <clears throat> yeah, well, I mean, I guess. So yeah, that's the biggest thing I hate about <clears throat> Dark Souls 1. Is, just, is there's shit that you just cannot find out without dying to it first. Have you played Dark Souls 2? I have. That's uh, uh, Feel free to tell me your opinion. I haven't finished it either. It's, it's just... It just feels like it's been made by a completely, completely different company. And honestly, it, it kind of was. Yes, it was made by the <laughs> the, the a different team, like the what's it called? Interns, I think, or something. I don't know. I don't know exactly. The but it was made by a different team. Workers. Unpaid <laughs> <laughs> Chinese workers. I, I mean, I, <laughs> I mean, took a break from that, well, that's something that's so wrong. You know, it's yeah. it's like oh, let's just uh, it's for exposure. Here. Ah, uh, the interns. <coughs> yeah, so I don't know. I'm okay. Polish, dude. I'll, I'll clean your toilet. Just give me minimum wage. <laughs> <laughs> I'll use my spit if I have to. I just, I just, I... <laughs> oh god. I don't. Just I, I, just, I don't just even removing know. bacteria with your own bacteria. <laughs> I don't even know anymore. Uh, hey, if it I'll keeps clean the toilet. Just give me a dog souls three. <laughs> oh god I mean it oh, helps good. with the teeth you know so if it's good for my teeth it's good for your toilet <laughs> just a little spit shine oh man <clears throat> alright so <laughs> Nuclear Throne um, Roguelike uh, you played anything else? well I've played Might Path to Thalamus what the fuck is that? What? it's a uh, it's 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 the biggest regret of my life, is what it is. <laughs> it, okay. It's a <laughs> great way to sell it. It's a walking simulator uh, puzzle game, I guess. Oh god. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm pulling it up I'm, now. It's it's mostly positive with 883. Oh, you gotta Mate, be kidding every me! Every walking simulator has a fucking positive review. That's because there's a certain subset of people who don't like want to watch films and tv shows but they do want to play games but they are mechanically retarded to uh, fucking play like games that require like skill or effort i mean there is a i i, I know this because i've been doing research um and that's the next episode of the sid course about walking simulators i mean it's i know you know this, on metacritic too which is sort of like again meh again these are all reviews from like fucking uh Diehards. Games journalists who... No, 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 game journalists. Because they're just... Oh, God. It, the Telegraph... they were doing something else. The Telegraph gave it a 5 of 5. Oh, my God. I don't know who the Telegraph is, but I don't want to find it's out It's just now. a piece of shit newspaper in England. Oh, yeah, that, that sounds accurate to me what now. This, <laughs> there you go. So, explain uh, what this uh, walking simulator puzzle game is. Well, there is like one mechanic in the game which is like these okay. little uh, walking 
Yeah, I mean that's that's a that's a given. <laughs> I mean, well, most most of the puzzles though revolve around like uh, move, there is a spot in which if you stand, it will change uh, the environment a bit. There's one that if you stand in it, it makes it night, which like opens some portals. Okay. And there's one which makes it rain, which for some reason makes wooden planks rise, like elevate. Which which you might need to like to access a bridge or something. There is one that turns back time, which makes uh, structures that are now broken like get back to their original shape, and that's more or more or less it for like the. It's definitely that's it for the later path of the game. So is there a story to it? Yes, there is. I mean, feel free to spoil it because I don't really give a shit. Okay. Uh, Spoiler warning for those who are Honestly, I can't... Before you start, before you start, Brian, (laughs) I don't give a shit about spoiler warnings, right? (laughs) If you're coming onto this show and you haven't played any of the games that we talked about, right? That's your problem. I mean, it's it's (laughs) not a a new game. I'm not not your dad, mate. I don't need to fucking go look at the sticker on the thing saying, oh, this is an 18. Oh, you're going to get spoiled. (laughs) Listen, Walter Watt dies at the end, okay? There you go. <laughs> wow, no, you're kids. Just such a dick. You, you, I am no, because this whole spoiler shit. Like when people moan about, oh, spoilers, spoilers. Like, Shut up, man. Like someone else is going to do it for me. I may as well be nicer to you and say, yo, listen, fucking Goku dies at the beginning of Dragon Ball Z. Sorry. Oh no. Oh no. Superman dies at the end of Batman versus Superman. I mean, Goku dies like what three times. <clears throat> Snape. Yeah, that's because he doesn't want to raise his kids. <laughs> I mean, I'd, I'd run away from a wife like that, too. <laughs> I mean, um, you, know, you know, her name literally translates to tits. It what? does? Chi Chi is a Goku's wife. Right. That is Japanese for boobs. <laughs> All right. Well, we know what keeps uh, that relationship And, and Goku's brother, Raditz, or whatever his name is. Right. The guy that he fights at the beginning of Dragon Ball Z. The guy with the, like, the fucking massive forehead and the long hair. That translates that to radish. <laughs> and then Vegeta translates to vegetable. Oh, that's, that's creative. And Goku translates to monkey. Like, this is... A, I don't know. It must be so weird, like, living in Japan and, like, watching this shit just normally. It's like, the radish is about to fight the monkey. What the fuck? <laughs> Imagine living in that kind of environment. Imagine if, like, English speaking, I don't know, maybe Polish speaking in your case. Um... Like animation companies fucking had a, a show where a guy was literally called fucking I don't know Lucas Aid Bottle is about to fight fucking you know Evian Water. I only say this because they had both of those bottles are in front of me. Um, <laughs> God, <laughs> but yeah. I mean, this is I'm just this is this like sort of goes over to the um, what was it? Uh, that I mean, there were. There was like just different colored rain, Power Rangers, man. I mean, it's, oh, yeah, it's not okay. too, too it's not too freaking creative, you know. It's a black ranger. It's a green ranger. It's a yellow ranger. Okay. Yep. All right. I hey, mean, um, like, so, so carry on. Carry no, on what you were saying. I'm just gonna drop this in though. When I was a kid on Polish TV, we had Dragon Ball Z. With French dubbing and then with a dude <laughs> reading it, reading over it in Polish at the translation, oh like, my in like God. in monotone. Oh 
off. Yeah, what? we were getting, what? we were getting. I, I don't know. The TV Why was. So you got a Japanese TV show. Yeah, that was right. dubbed in French. Went over to America first, right? Got translated. Then got sent to France. Yeah. Got translated. Got dubbed over. And then got translated again. And then got translated again. You know, we, uh, we we like mileage on our cartoons. They have <laughs> each each episode has a story to tell on on the outside and the inside too. Like, uh, so wait, there's a high possibility there's been a lot of like errors in translation. <laughs> there is a possibility. So, yes. so you may. So wait, hold on. Did I ruin the show for you? Did you think that <laughs> Goku was alive? Minute, <laughs> no, 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 no. You know what this is like? This is like what? you taking a, a like like three sentences and put it in Google Translate like 10 times and then translating it back and that's yeah, what you're getting that's it's just it's garbage <laughs> except in the 90s there was no google translate so it's even worse <laughs> i mean it was it was coherent at least for me as a kid but honestly i, I watched it more for the fighting and stuff yeah if, I mean, if, that's, the, that's, that's if, the only reason anyone watched yeah it if i much. i loved it as a kid but if i watched it now i would absolutely hate it Oh, I tried watching it a few years back. It just takes um, too long, and it's basically yeah. all reaction shots. Ha, 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 no! <laughs> and the fighting is all just repeated. The same five frames repeated over again for I'm 20 seconds. I'm charging my attack for seven episodes. Yeah. And then I miss. <laughs> uh, look, dude. The uh, only way find out I... next time on Dragon Ball Z. Find yeah. out next time on Dragon Ball Z. I'll, I'll tell you, the thing that I enjoy with Dragon Ball Z is the abridged series that a fan made. That is the only way I'll watch it. It's just so nah. good. In all fairness, like, if anyone ever recommended me an anime, which no one does anymore because <clears> I tell them fuck off, um, I, 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 if I ever do feel bored enough, that's how I'd watch it, just the abridged series. There's only one I'd recommend non-abridged for you, but... What would that be? Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Um, I watched the abridged. I got all the necessary information. I'm okay. I don't know, man. I'm sorry. I sorry. I'm okay. I don't. I don't need the nuance. I don't need to watch uh, the shitty animation. But yeah. So, um, uh, hypothalamus uh, bobsicle. <laughs> so is is is? I, it, I mean, why do you say it's bad? Ah, oh, dude, like. You were you were asking me about a story. Like, here's the part. I don't actually give a shit about that. <laughs> okay. Like, I'm I'm on. I'll I'll be honest here. I went in actually interested, and I lost my interest completely in like thirty minutes. Man, but the, isn't, the, isn't, that, the, isn't that better than a lot of things that just happen? You know. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, in all fairness, okay. So I've been playing a lot of walking simulators. And every single one of them, right, I'm forcing myself to play because I don't like them. Um, but I'm forcing myself for this fucking little documentary that I'm making. Oh, God. That's, I c- have you guys played Gone Home? I no. have, yes. I have. But Brian, do you know what it is? Off the top of my head? No. Okay, I'm not going to spoil it then. Um... Well, you, you you just you just had a rant about spoilers. <laughs> Actually, all right, fine, fine. What well, do, do you do right, you need so a sticker? Parental advisory? Pe- no, no, no. Because Pe- Peggy sixteen. It would, it would be a lot funnier. It would be a lot funnier if 
Brian played it and knew what it was about, hated it because of what it is, because he will, I guarantee you, he will hate it. That's it's not funny, that's just cruel. No, no, no. But then explaining the actual, the actual story behind it, not the one that the, uh, the, they're forcing up on you. There's like an underlying story to this entire game that no, like very few people have realized. Um, but everyone keeps thinking about the, the whole lesbian runaway thing. And it's like, well, oh, okay. It gets dark. Wow. And all I can, I can't help but laugh. I mean, if it works, you know for what, you. Brian? I, Brian, I'm gonna do like a Steam library share, right? You're gonna play this for a couple of hours. It's not long. You're gonna hate it, but My, whatever, it's fine. It doesn't sound like I want to do that. <laughs> Mate, it's a couple of hours. It's not. It's not. It's no big deal. You can breeze through it, right? You might enjoy it. What? You liked Firewatch. Well, Firewatch to me had the right blend of aesthetic and story. Yeah, this does too. I mean, you're just going to hate the story because it, there's a there's a uh, there's a very obvious precedent towards the end of it. I mean, I'll be honest with you, the first half of it was pretty interesting. Yeah, of course. I mean, that, because the way that they set it up and the atmosphere and the feeling of that game is very good. Like, it gets you intrigued. Yeah. It's just when you realize, oh. Then you're like, oh, okay. I'll, t- I'll tell you this. I completed it in one sitting. Yeah, same. So it's, it's, it's good enough to at least keep your attention. Yeah. I mean, that's important. There's, there's, there's been quite a few games that I've just opened up and closed out within 10 minutes because it just wasn't grabbing me. And, yeah. And it I just, I, I, I hate it. Because I was like, I uh, really wanted to get in this game, but it's 10 minutes in and it's like, nope. Yeah, especially when they start off with a really annoying, like, very, uh, what's the word? Exposition-heavy cutscene. Uh-huh. It's like, come on, let's just stop. Just let me do something. The year is this. This is what's happening. This is who you are. This is like, shut up. Yeah. Give me the cliff notes. So, ba- like, so basically... When I, when I first played... St- Go on. Like Assassin's Creed, the first hour of Assassin's Creed 2 or something. Well, yeah, but when I played Assassin's Creed 2, at the, when I first played it, I had time. I was a young man back then. Yeah. <laughs> so I had time. I had like six hours after fucking college to just sit around and play that. Yeah. So that was okay. Now I'm at an age where, listen, right? Guys I've got to make hours money. Before I gotta go, <laughs> yeah. I've come back from work. I've got a couple of hours. In that couple of hours, you need to entertain me and keep me engaged in this fucking thing because after this, I need to take a shit and go to bed. So... Yeah. I mean, could that be a new metric of game review for you? You know? Is, um, is, this, is it a two-hour working man's sort of game? Maybe. That, that could be a good thing. Because, I mean, like, for example, like, For Honor, which we'll talk about in the next episode, that is a game that you can play for, a, you know, a couple of hours and then get off and go to bed. Same with like Overwatch and Rainbow Six Siege and all these other multiplayer games. They are literally designed for people like me, which is you got a couple of hours to waste or and you just want to entertain yourself. Play a couple of rounds, you're good to go. You may or may not have a satisfactory experience, but you will, you know, it's a good game. The mechanics are there. It's just the players, yeah, well. Exactly. <clears throat> I just don't need an extensively long fucking 20 minute cutscene giving me a fucking 
exposition. You, you mean like piece of like ninety percent of the Final Fantasy games, unskippable Mate, fucking cutscenes. I I would need to fucking <laughs> I would need to take like a couple of weeks off from work and be like, yeah, okay, you know what? This is the couple of weeks I'm going to spend just playing Final Fantasy fifteen. Yeah, I understand that. Yeah. That's kind of like yes. Assassin's Creed Black Flag. I couldn't get into it because the first like parts of it were not interesting to me at all. It just there was a lot of walking and listening to dialogue and follow missions and they, yeah, yeah. Well, I Assassin's Creed. Part of it is you keep yourself pushed for it because you know as soon as you get past X part, you get a ship and you get to be an asshole. Yeah, yeah, and but what I mean, that's the thing, like. Uh, because they, uh, Ubisoft really w- tried to push the whole like, oh, it's just a fantasy thing. You're not really in the historical thing. Uh, uh, now listen, the only reason I bought this game is because I'm going to be a historical figure killing people. That's the only reason I've got this game. I didn't, you know, come in for the sci-fi shit. Uh, I mean, you've told me this before, but it was supposed to be like a trilogy, and that's it. So and yeah, I mean, it was supposed to be that way, but you know, the things took a different it's turn. It's called we like money. That's what happened. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's yeah. all that happened, dude. Is we like um, money, so we're yeah. making another. But yeah, before we uh, get into the news, let's uh, let's have a little uh, talk because we're still talking about Ubisoft and Ubisoft at Ubisoft. Oh boy! Um, so Brian, you and I have been playing um, Ghost Recon Wildlands. Yeah. Uh, open beta came out yesterday, which is the 24th of uh, February 2017. Yeah. So it's, I mean, uh, we're recording this on the 25th. So that means there's 10 days to go before the game actually launches. So basically, this is exactly how it's going to be at launch. Let's face it. That's just how it's yeah. going to be. I so mean, what are your thoughts on the beta? Let, let, let's start with the single player. <laughs> I mean, the single player seemed okay for me. Um, Basically, your teammates are semi-useless. They're, they're, they're basically there just to revive you. Um, I do like the fact that not everything's a bullet sponge. You know, some people, you do have to hit them a few times because they're wearing body armor, you know. Um, something in- interesting is, is that I live in South America, and I speak Spanish fluently, whether people believe it or not. Um, and I've never been to Bolivia, but I've talked to people that have been to Bolivia and they say it's like, it's interesting how it's sort of close to it, but not really. Ubisoft tried to make it close to it, but a little bit off. So they can't really get yelled at for how they made the game because basically they say the government's corrupt. They let this drug gang do whatever they want, you know? And it's a dark world. There's people hung up in trees everywhere. There's freaking people just murdered and beaten and tortured and what have you. Chopped to pieces. So basically not a nice neighborhood to raise your kids in. No. Uh, Definitely not. Like, if you had the chance, right, the first thing you should do is walk a thousand miles, get to the Mexican border, climb up that wall and get into Texas. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well a thousand miles would be the Brazil Venezuela Peru a couple other places I mean I'm giving a very rough and rudimentary joke here but by all means yeah um, Brian let's uh, 
Let's talk about the actual numbers. But yeah, so, I mean, mate, the map in this game is massive. I mean, that one map... And we only got to play a tiny bit of it. That was only the first map. Exactly. So, I mean, it's a massive open world, and in the beta, you only got to play, like, this tiny, tiny region. Well, I mean, Um, I heard there's two regions, though. There's two regions. Could you guys compare the the size of the map to some other game, like some some more? Okay, so have you played The Division? I have a, a bit of it, yes. So the map in The Division is fairly small in comparison to most things, but it's quite dense. Like, there's a lot of space and there's a lot of buildings there's a lot to do it's like i mean they their their selling point for the division was that it's a very kind of uh fairly accurate yeah fairly accurate map of manhattan i mean obviously this it's condensed in bits because like not everyone wants to walk down the same boring street but um it the the map that we played which is a very small section of the map in wildlands is about that size it's a very no, small big, section. No, it's it's bigger than that. It's much bigger than that. And it's a small section of the map. Yeah, Plus, it's a we small get to fly section. helicopters and drive trucks yeah. and like So it's very mountainous. Um, yeah, and so, I don't know, have you ever played like, okay, GTA Five, right? Yeah. There you have enough space to drive vehicles, uh, drive cars and trucks. You can fly airplanes and whatnot, and there's room to do so. Oh, yeah. Um, especially in the airspace. Now, imagine that kind of airspace, um, but maybe about four or five times more. But, I, but it, is capped, though. it is capped, though. There's, got, yeah. there's an altitude cap and stuff like that. And it's, oh, and there has to be. Otherwise, you know, the game would crash. Yeah, and honestly, though, the driving physics... Ugh. Oh, God. Okay, so... The driving in this game is fucking awful. I've managed to master it, but that's because I switched from mouse and keyboard to using the controller, and I have a bit more fine-tuned control with that. Yeah. Um, yeah, but, oh, God, the driving in this game is... Um, Garbage? Awful. It's terrible. It is some of the worst driving I've ever... Like, I play a lot of driving games, because I like driving in games. It's fun. Um, um, and as far as driving in... The wildlands go it is awful. Like it's much. It's just better to just walk. Quite frankly. Well, what point. about the 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 helicopter and the airplane? Because you flew both of those. Um, um the airplane. <laughs> oh god, so, we should have gotten so, that on fucking video. Uh, so, oh, I should have. I should have. I turned off shadow play. Um, so um, there's one mission. It's like one of the first missions, um, story missions. That is um, where you have to steal up uh, this biplane. Is that a biplane? It's it's actually a side mission where you're just supposed to get like material for the um, for the rebels, and it's not a biplane. It's just okay. a regular single engine plane. Okay, so it's this single engine plane. It's got the rotor at the front thing, and um, Brian's like, you know what, you you fly. I'm like, what? And as far as flying in games go, I'm it's not for me. It's not my style. It's so not it's, that hard. It ain't happening. Um, it's it, well it. It's it's the whole turning mechanic. Like I'm very not not good at like turning and you know. And then I'm the like, th- then he you're going away. like sideways at this freaking runway, and I'm like, no 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 oh no 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 no, <laughs> go down and come back around, you know. Yeah. So and then I'm you just do like this run- J turn. <laughs> Wait, so- <laughs> in a plane <laughs> in the sky. <laughs> I don't even know so, how we survived. So I'm just I like, do this I've got a parachute. <laughs> Fuck this. 
<laughs> so I do this J turn in the sky, right? And we are really close to the ground at this point. And then, like, I turn like about like forty five degrees, like out of um, nowhere, out of nowhere between like a bunch of trees, and then land. So and not a scratch on the plane. So you know what? Okay. Um, what about the helicopter though? I hated the helicopter. Helicopter to me didn't feel right. It was very unintuitive. Like, um, in GTA, flying the helicopter, if you move forward, it moves forward. If you hold the trigger back, you go backwards. In this, like, you press the accelerate button and move forward, and then it just, it takes its time, and it doesn't feel like it's actually doing anything. For the the physics that you've got going on here, it doesn't need to control like a real helicopter. It doesn't. No, it, no, it doesn't need to, it, but it does feel awful. Well, I mean, now, hold on. Like, if I might interject here. Sure. So, what you're basically telling me is that, for Sid at least, basically all forms of transportation are out except for walking. No, I mean, the drive. I've mastered driving, right? Yeah, but so, you like, have I to can... switch to a controller. Are you going to just swap between controllers? Well, I mean, I switch, I, when, I, I switch between mouse and keyboard and controller when I'm driving in GTA. Well, you just keep a controller next to you, and every time you yeah. get into a car, you pick yeah. it up. I mean, yeah, I mean, because you can like, do that. <clears throat> like when I play GTA, um, normally if I'm walking around and driving, which is what I do most of the time, I'm holding the controller. But then, as soon as I get into a gunfight, I'm just going to switch to mouse and keyboard because I need the accuracy. Right, I get that. But if if the game, you what you're telling me is you can't. It's undrivable with a keyboard. Like it's too much of a pain it, in the ass. Just don't do it. Just don't do it. If you're gonna, if you're only playing with keyboard and mouse, right? Just be the passenger. <laughs> well, that seems like a huge no, be the passenger. See, I only with with the keyboard, and Sid could tell. Yeah, you could. Tell. I, the thing is, driving with a keyboard in any kind of game that has a car or any kind of vehicle, like you have no analog control. And you go so back, no, like, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Yeah. So you gotta you you gotta do the whole WS, WS, WS back and forth all the time in order to maintain control of your car. And because there's no analog control, there's no like nuance between like how hard you press the key. Whereas with a controller, when you got the thumbstick, if you move the thumbstick a teeny bit, it'll move a teeny bit. If you move it all the way, it, it'll move all the way. Like you'll do a full like 180 turn on the wheel to simulate, which is why controllers are better for that kind of game um, or that kind of gameplay. If I may, like I get what you're saying, uh, but like if you're playing GTA, you can drive with a keyboard. It's not that much of a oh, thing. Yeah. So, it, but it's it's. I mean, it's awful. I mean, it's not gr- It's not amazing, but you can do it. And in Wildlands, you can do it. It'll take a little get bit of getting used to because it is just meh, really, as far as driving goes. Oh, but it's manageable. Yeah. Okay, be- but because I mean, the argument could be said that. The driving is not that important in this game. I mean, the trailer. I saw one trailer for that game, and it had a, it had a chase scene, or, or like part of the yeah, game mission yeah, was a chase. I, yeah, I know the trailer you're talking about. Yeah, so it's it seems it seemed pretty important to me since in that in that one mission they have used a car and a helicopter. Yeah, yeah, I get your point. I mean, yeah. that that is a big problem. Which I do not know if they're going to fix or not. Because there's only 10 days to release. Because it seems like a big selling port for the game that you get, that you get all these all these different ways of transportation and ways of approaching the mission. And then you, and it turns out that like two thirds of the pro- approaches to that mission are just a, 
too much of a pain in the ass to try, so you're stuck doing it like this or this way. Yeah. I mean, like, as far as the missions go, the missions are quite fun. Like, the shooting is fun, the scouting and, like, your planning of, like, killing just a bunch of brown people in um, in Bolivia with tattoos on their face. Yeah, it's fun. Uh, look, they're, they're drug <laughs> dealers, so so we don't feel bad about it, right? Yeah, of course. I mean, but, you know, it's not like they don't have families and whatnot to feed because whatever, and that's, drugs are the only way to get by show, whatever. Yeah. Just give them that sweet dose of freedom. Just give them a skull tattoo on their face. Yeah, bad guy. GG. Mm-hmm. <laughs> These, I mean, as far uh, <laughs> okay. I'm, All right, maybe let, I'm a bit of a. I'm, I'm a bit of a shithead when it comes to like narrative and shit. Let, let's so. let's move on to uh, talking about gunplay. To me, it felt good. Yeah, gunplay was nice. Like I I I enjoyed the divisions gunplay, even though it's very bullet spongy. But that's because like it felt good shooting. And in this game, I was a bit surprised at the shooting because holy shit, one shot killed this guy. And I was like, oh, this is new. Did not, did not expect that to happen. Um, even like the defenders, like that guy went down in one shot when I took him out. And I was like, oh, oh, okay. <laughs> Didn't expect that. Like I was expecting maybe, you know, a two, uh, maybe having to switch my ammo out twice just to uh, take out this dude. But no, nah. Brian marked him with his fucking drone. I sneaked in, shot the guy. And I was like, oh. Since been well, then, battered and abused this- by the division, he's just not used to things being yeah, I'm so like, fast damn. i'm like okay so i got a hundred i got a hundred rounds of ammo maybe this will do for this i'm just like, oh two bullets he's gone okay cool thanks well there we go <laughs> um <laughs> i mean honestly so that, it, I, some, it does feel nice we had some tactical failures that were hilarious though <laughs> oh god I imagine- so there was this one mission <laughs> there's this one mission where we were underground um and uh, in this in this basement i won't spoil it because it's part of the story and the game hasn't come out yet and it's unfair oh man you just got screwed over oh okay so your integrity is now lost what do you mean listen right if the if something has already come out (laughs) i will spoil it if it hasn't come out i'm not gonna spoil it (laughs) i'm just messing with you dude (laughs) Well, suck my dick. Nah. Um, <laughs> will, you, so, will you give me minimum wage, though? Of course. Ah, uh, then I'll consider it. <laughs> I'll, I'll give you. A, I'll give you a, a game from the humble bundle. <laughs> I've, I've, you already gave me four. Oh, there you go. So now you owe me. Ah, oh, shit. <laughs> uh. Anyway, so uh, we're we're in this basement, right? And um, Brian opens the door. I chuck a grenade, but Brian steps in front of the door to shoot someone. So the grenade bounces off his back and then lands back at me and kills me. Did it kill you as well, Brian? Um, yeah, it did. Remember, it downed us. Both. Oh, yeah, <clears throat> yeah. So we had to restart that mission. And there was, um, there was one time where I, like, at the very beginning of this map, uh, this section, that is. Um, we were being really tactical, you know, doing the whole, like, okay, I've got your six, blah, 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 all that, you know, being fucking military sim, armor three bullshit. And um, we get to <laughs> we get to, to a bit where it's going further underground. And I, I just charge in, decide not to look left, and I get taken out by, like, four guys. Where, I, oh, where I'm just standing there, <clears throat> and I'm like, wait, there's one more or more. 
So yeah. I'm sitting there and I'm just like, all right, I'm going to cut the pie and just do my tactical thing, take them both out. Sid's over there. I'm like, hi, Sid. How are you doing on your back there, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> Team, teamwork makes the dream work. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that is that is the draw of this game, teamwork. Like working in a group like... I don't. I haven't played with the AI yet, and I don't intend to. But it is, as far as like teamwork goes, this game is designed around like working as a four-man operation. Yeah, I think it is. But <coughs> let, let's let's talk about the elephant in the room now. Go on. You're talking about to have that really go on and to be awesome. You got to drop four hundred dollars in total. What? What do you mean? The gold edition is. Oh yeah, so yeah, so yeah, and four people to have that game is four hundred bucks, and that's a lot of fucking money. Mate, we were yeah. just making minimum wage jokes. Don't scare me with that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, like but for a for truly good experience, uh, you that it, it, it's it is a four hundred dollar and I don't Jesus. like that. I really don't. Oh, you, who would have thought? <laughs> I mean. I think that I understand that it comes with the, you know, season pass, and I understand that, but still, that is not cool. That is, it is getting greedy as fuck. Everything has is a goddamn I mean, it's a massive pass. map. It's a, I'm sure, you know, you can have endless amounts of entertainment, because this is a lot of missions, a lot of things to do, and you get to have fun with your friends. <laughs> Nothing's endless, but, you know. But, I mean, if you think about it, like... Uh, Say you decide, say no one on our Discord server had Rainbow Six Siege. Uh, how many people do you need in the Siege team? Is it five? Uh, yeah, I think so. So, five. So, again, that's going to be another gold edition, which is 70 but pounds. But here's the thing, dollars. though. Here's the thing, though. You don't need that's the. A five, no, man. you don't need the season pass. Well, you don't need the season pass for Wildlands either. No, but the thing is. Isn't it with Division that you can't access certain content unless you have the season pass? Well, yeah, but that's just DLC. Yeah, but I'm saying that's the big difference between Siege and this. Siege, you can play any map with me, any guy with me, as long as it's not within the first two weeks of the release of that new character. Yeah. And you have to grind it, but by the time it's been two weeks, you've got enough points to buy it. But it doesn't gate content so badly as... I, I, I agree with that. However, I, this is one of those games where... You need it. You don't need it. You don't need for well, the I mean, season pass for, I mean, for Wildlands. Some of the I mean, best, what's even in this? What, what, what is the new best part of like the Division now, isn't it? That new survival mode? Yeah, yeah. I and mean, that's, that's a DLC. DLC. You can buy the DLC separately. You can buy the DLC yeah, separately. Yeah, you can, but still... You know, if you and your buddies are going to go do this game together, you got to have the gold edition. But, I mean, you can buy it. I mean, I think that's uh, something to be said. You can buy DLC and season passes later. Yeah, you can. So, I mean, you just do the regular £40, $60 um, initial thing. And then when they actually do announce a season pass with, no, you know, like one piece of shitty content that you get to download extra then you're like you know what maybe i don't want to buy it or if it's fucking five pieces of extremely awesome content that sounds really interesting then yeah sure because if you know that you're going to play it so i mean it's good that they can separate it this is i mean at the end of the day right ubisoft are a company they want to make money 
Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm and, not faulting and, him for that. Yeah. But, I mean, and game development costs a lot of money. You know how much game developers cost? Like, given paying these people for fucking three years to develop a game is a fucking lot of money. Right. And plus, on top of that, they're, they're you know, like, they're developers. They're pretentious, self-absorbed. You know, and then you've got to have a fucking environment for them to work in that, you know, that's pleasant to begin with. And then the crunch time after you realize they've been dosing all day playing ping pong. Like, and I'm not assuming, like, I know I work with developers um, on tech products. This is what happens. Like, when crunch time comes, like, that's, th- that is not the fault of, <laughs> you know, uh, overreaching uh, dreams and aspirations. This is a case of, well, you know, we shouldn't have been fucking sh- off forever. Sh- <laughs> shitty work practices. Well, I mean, <laughs> that's what it. I mean, <clears throat> I want to look at another end of digital deluxe editions, uh, real quick. Civ Six's digital deluxe has included Australia, Poland, Vikings scenario, and now they set on a stream two more Civs to add to it for that one price. So I think that's did they not do that with um? Did they not do that with five? No, <clears throat> not that I remember. I'm pretty sure, like, I mean, because like there was a lot. I mean, I only bought Civ when the complete edition was out. Well, um, but I obviously this I, I joined in late to the party. But then again, this <clears throat> this isn't um, Civ five uh, Civ five style either. Civ five was like garbage until it came up with its first expansion. Yeah, but I mean, they released like, I mean, if I'm looking at it now, the the DLC for Civ Five was, uh, you get the career civilization scenario pack, and there was the ancient world scenario pack and wonders. Um, there was the Denmark scenario, uh, civil and scenario pack, which two, they, these are all three five dollars each. Oh yeah, Polynesia, Spain, and Inca. Spain was not in the base. No, she. Now, and the digital deluxe edition did not come with hardly anything. If I remember right, it came no. with a scrambled continents pack, which is just map packs. And I think it came yeah. with, there was like one or two sieves that it came with, one on launch and one right after launch, and that was that. And then the rest you yeah. had to buy. And but yeah, so I mean... the. I mean, they did that with this. And so, I, I mean, mean, that's just we're how get, they're We're do getting it. up to four sieves included. That's not bad. Five, actually. Yeah. I don't really know this. I mean, how much is it? I've played only Civ five, but isn't like, and I didn't play that much, but isn't like the only difference between civilizations basically like one or two uh, units and uh, like one perk or something? No. Um, kind of, yes. Kind of. So each sieve has like a unique, uh, building or unit and then the they'll also have like a perk so like Spain if they find a wonder they'll get gold if uh, you know I think he was trying to compare Civ 5 and 6 though Civ 6 is a oh, different Civ beast 5 and Civ, yeah Civ 6 is a whole different story I I don't know I haven't played it in a little while I might need to at some point I think you and I need to play it again because it's they've added Australia man you can play <clears> as the prison colony I do not know if I got the um Season pass or deluxe edition. Well, the the guy that uh, paid me back after I loaned him some money, I don't know. I can't remember if he got me the base edition or the regular edition or whatever, or the deluxe. I'll tell you in a second. Uh, it doesn't. It doesn't look like you have it. Oh God, mate! <coughs> yeah, I told you. <laughs> 
But yeah, you know what? Um, I, okay, so we, we, we've... It's, I mean, we've already hit an hour into this podcast. Fucking hell. Um, so you know what? We're going to... We're going to go into the news because we need to talk about a situation. Oh, God. A situation. Sorry about that, folks. We had to take a break because our, our, our brand new host, Yakub, decided to get a bit gaseous and... Wow, gas problem. <laughs> I mean, you had, you had to say that. <laughs> I kind of had to. Yeah. Normally, <laughs> normally when we do this podcast, right, whenever we do breaks, um, I try and uh, restart it by making it seem like it's just a continuation of what I was just saying before. <laughs> but for the first time, I'm going to make it very meta and aware <laughs> that we did cut here because I mean, <laughs> Yakub needed to fucking burp. I mean, I mean, I don't I'm know bringing new stuff you. to the table. Oh man, it's better than the shirt that says <clears throat> "I bring nothing to the table." True, true, <laughs> true. So, Ooh. all right, so, so it's time for our news, big news thing, I guess. All right, so the biggest piece of news that's come out is um, old media versus new media. Yeah. Also known I say as this broadly, PewDiePie savagery. Uh, also known as PewDiePie. So, <laughs> to summarize quickly, so PewDiePie in the last six months has um, has changed up his content a bit, less on the ridiculous screaming gameplay and more towards um, <laughs> what I can only describe as a, dis- a dissociative uh, spiral. So, <laughs> like, he's a very self-aware guy now, and. Uh, it's more of an allegory of how fame um, works with people because obviously as the most subscribed person on YouTube and ridiculously famous and fairly rich the media only seems to use him for money essentially because any article that features him is going to get clicks now the Wall Street Journal put out a video and an article behind a paywall mind you <clears throat> saying that um, uh, he's anti-Semitic and that Disney, uh, the parent company of Maker Studios, the MCN that he's partners with, partnered with, um, has severed ties with him. And then YouTube was also uh, pushed into a corner as well and have removed him from Google preferred advertising. Now, obviously, this started a shitstorm because you've got one side of the uh, the spectrum, which are like, oh, my God, PewDiePie, the anti-Semite. And then you have like all the other uh, little blogs and uh, websites who decided to pick up off the news and start calling him a you know a Jew hater uh, comparing him to Nazis even so much like even in a uh, a wired or vox article where they actually took a screenshot of him like a few months ago when he had uh, an undercut haircut and round glasses and compared him to Himmler or Goebbels? Himmler 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 and saying like oh he even sports a uh, Nazi style haircuts and yeah, like really pushing it to the extreme. So, so if really. I cut my hair like I don't know George W. Bush, does that mean I'm a Bush guy or something? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, you can be a Bush guy anyway. I mean, you know what I'm like? <laughs> I mean, look, just because I have this wonderful lumberjack beard. Uh, but yeah, so just, I, that's just, the thing. Just, just don't dye your hair purple, and you'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, pretty much. So, and then you've obviously got, like, um, the the rest of the internet, and the rest of the internet uh, are pretty much behind PewDiePie. So, obviously, the shitstorm has escalated further. So much so, like, so, uh, uh, Felix Chilberg, the 
the real name of PewDiePie, um, put out a response video um, where he apologizes because obviously, and like he's obviously had people like being critical of him, saying like uh, people like Casey Neistat who say like he should, uh, with great power comes great responsibility. Um, uh, Casey Neistat didn't get a lot of uh, the positive feedback for that, but it comes down to um, he made some shitty jokes. Right, they're not great jokes, they're just shitty jokes. They're just off-the-cuff kind of thing. And they've been around for a little while on his channel, which you obviously know that YouTube saw it, they're like, fine. And fucking uh, Disney saw it, and they're like, fine. But it's only when they got pushed into a corner by the Wall Street Journal did they have to be pushed into this scenario, uh, where they had to sever ties with him, which is a bit shitty. And then, obviously, then, you know, uh, Felix came back with a... It's just it's now just constantly shitting on them endlessly. It's hilarious. It's actually my favorite thing right now. It's a back and forth. Well, it's glorious. <clears throat> you know, the worst thing he could have done is give them more fuel for the fire, and that's all he's done. Well, that's all he's done. What? Well, I mean, I mean, if, in all fairness, he's kind of keeping them alive. <laughs> like, so long as he keeps responding, they'll be able to say something. And I mean, make some his money last video where he calls. He says, you shouldn't believe everything you read on the internet because I read on the internet that J.K. Rowling is, ah, <laughs> gets aroused from wearing Nazi clothes. And, oh, God. That and that Photoshop. Hey, he's getting savage. Yeah, yeah, and and, and see, here's the problem, though, is that it does point to the thing of how much do you believe what you see? You know, it's old versus new, basically, is what I see it as. It is, because, like, the old media... Uh, let's face it, they they're dead. They're dead. They're, it's 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 not working out. Like revenues are falling, and the only way that they are able to make money is through sensationalism, right? How many eyeballs can we get to this? And Felix does make a good point in the num numerous videos that he's made about this. Um, and it's it's like fucking hell. Like, I mean, what's to do? I mean, I don't so think he, made he should be doing this right? though what he's doing right now. I mean, why not? Because he's got stupid amounts of fans and these stupid amounts of fans, there's plenty of them that are total douchebags that will do yeah, horrible, horrible things. And he's basically setting them on them. I mean, not exactly. Fair. I mean, he's, he's not the one instigating. He's not like, he's doing know. it without saying it. Of course. I mean, I would do the same. I mean, I'm not gonna in lie. a sense, yeah, but that is really not up to him. Like, he's not like Keemstar level. Just everyone say this or do that. No. Well, <laughs> he's, he, and see, here's the thing, though. He's using constructive Why? criticism and logic. Like, you can't. He is, and that's the thing for anyone he, being abusive. Yeah, he, or, towards the, the exactly or anything. Would it? Wouldn't it actually? Like, it is kind of warrant warranted. To a certain this extent. Is, this, this is why another gate thing didn't get anywhere. Is because of the yeah. trolls. Is because of the people that go out there and absolutely do illegal things without being told. And then they say they're part of a certain group. And I'm avoiding saying anything of the exact groups for a reason. Yeah. I'm just saying is that he yeah he said these things he made his jokes he did his things but in the end of all things here is it's only going to hurt him in the long term because he's going to have those horrible people he's going to have the neo-nazis that are like yeah he's with us 
bam, fuck you. He's just half apologizing, and it's only going to hurt him in the long term. I mean, if, I mean, if we're going to take the, the same example, I mean, I get what you're like, saying, but that is exactly what he said in his video. I'm sorry to cut you off, but he actually has that has has that fucking moment in the video where there's yeah. like some neo-Nazi website that says they're number one PewDiePie fans, and he points that out that that's what the paper run, run with, and then he points to the same website that said that they're number one fans of the of the paper. So he's, he's well, he basically covered it by 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 showing like the the Nazis yeah. kind of supporting him and saying that oh hey this is happening but I have nothing to do with it but, right but you have to remember the first thing first okay they believe the loudest most quote credible thing the mass masses okay the masses believe the Wall Street Journal because they think it's a serious place of serious journalism. Well, not anymore. I, I'm just saying. So, I mean, no in, one's buying it. In the general sense, people hear Wall Street yeah. Journal, it's respected. It's not like listening I mean, to yeah. The Sun or something like that from the UK, right? Yeah. Yes, but also look at the massive amount of support he's getting, you know? Well, so, that's, yeah. in that's the all, end, that's he still has a, his, 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 his audience that believes in him. And the sees well, through he the will. He will, but the problem is, is you're also... The audience isn't everybody. Uh, the audience is a significant amount. Like, I mean, if it's so significant that... Well, it's if, not significant to keep his job. I mean, it oh, obviously... Because uh, here's the thing, right? Like, Disney are Disney, right? And they're a shady bunch. Like, when, the, when I first saw the article that said, uh, Disney drops PewDiePie for anti-Semitic posts, right? My very first thought was... Really? Like, Disney, you want to play that card? Because, like, you're One time ago. Kind of, <laughs> like, your entire... Like, your founder was... Uh, do you remember that guy? <laughs> because he kind of... He kind of was mean, a little uh, anti-Semitic, you know? <laughs> he was a little bit of a Jew here. <laughs> I mean, like, I'm, he I'm not trying to say that anyone's really right or wrong in this. I'm just saying that it's going to get... It's going to get more damaging... And it's going to be really bad against those certain people than it should be. And, you know, people, I don't think people, so, but people losing jobs is not the answer in this day and age. I think it is. I think it is. I think, this, you know, okay, I'm going to pose a question to both of you. All right. So, Yakub first. Um, if you were Felix in this very moment, right, mm-hmm. what would you do? Honestly, I would probably do the same thing. Fair enough. I would, uh, Brian? Mine is the easiest thing of all. I would delete my channel and walk with my big piles of money. You know what I would do? Because fuck it. <laughs> you know what I would do? What would you do? I would. I would. Um, first thing I would do is sue uh, the Wall Street Journal and every publication that ran with it for defamation. Then, right? Just to scare the shit out of everyone. Uh, and then my, it, when it comes to the settlement stage, because that's what it always comes down to, I would have all the people that published a piece of shit post, like defaming me, have them fired as part of the settlement. <laughs> yeah. And then, right, after fucking uh, getting the millions from the settlement, the hundreds of millions that you would get from the defamation, because not only did they maliciously go out of their way to get him, like they went to his partners, they went to... Disney and Maker and YouTube and pushed them into a corner to sever ties with them because they had no other choice. Otherwise, they would fuck up. Like, 
in his very response video, he doesn't, Felix doesn't like blame Maker or fucking YouTube because at the end of the day, they were pushed into a corner. They were fine with it up until that point, which is, you know, fair enough. Like they had to do something about it because you've got all these people coming up to them, but they maliciously went after them directly to do so. So those three journalists, right? I, I would either sue the Wall Street Journal or the journalists, and then I would buy the fucking Wall Street Journal. Why wouldn't you buy it? I would just buy it, just so I could fucking take a dump in the middle of the fucking room and make all the journalists fucking eat it. <laughs> like, every single... No, because at the end of the day, right, it would just be a giant fuck you, because that's what it is at the end of the like, day. I mean... First of all, if you're gonna if you're gonna come to I mean, like if you want to if you want to say that oh you know if PewDiePie made like a joke about you know anti-Semitic jokes, fine, right? But if you're gonna go after the people that he does business with and then not you know like uh, communicate with him in order to provide context for the well, thing they, 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 in the, the this funny malicious thing way, is the Twitter twi Twitter feed from that guy said that's blatantly false. I'm not sure what the timeline was. What? Exactly. You so either like know it's false or you know it's true. Not that yeah, I'm not so sure. So the senior editor of the Wall Street Journal <clears throat> doesn't even know what was going on. So that clearly means that no one there knows anything. So I would buy it and then fire everyone. Burn the building I mean, down? If I, I, mean, I mean, Felix has that kind of money because well, fuck it. I, well, I mean, if I was him, that's what I would do. I mean... But he's a nicer guy I than mean, me, so. I think this brings up a bigger thing. I mean, is is there any real journalism anymore? God, no. I, I've said this hundreds of times, right? At the end of the day, modern day journalists, like old journalism, right? Okay. I, I, I'm pretty Back sure I'm going to make a video about this. Stuff, right? you know? <laughs> Back in the day, right? If we look at it from a, uh, I mean, we have to look at this from a Roman perspective, which is, so in the old days, there was a republic, right? In the Roman era. They had a republic. They had people doing their stuff. And, you know, everyone, it was a democracy. And then... In times of need, they put a sentinel in place as to be in charge, to keep everyone protected and safe. And that would be the Caesar, in this case, Julius Caesar. Now, we have to put that same allegory to journalism, which is there's so much shit going on, going on in the world. We have put these people, which are journalists, in place in order to filter all the shit and provide the information necessary to the people. Right? And it's now just come garbage to a point now. Well, we've come to a point in history where there is so much information that, and no one is going to pay for this information. No one is, there is no way anyone's going to pay for news because news is free. It's available everywhere. So now the news is not the product anymore. The users are the product. Our eyeballs and our minds are the product. And we've come to this ridiculous stage in history where whatever is the most sensational and whatever will get our attention the quickest is what will pay the journalists their thing. And fair enough, that they need to make a buck, all right? But these are also people who clearly decided to pick fucking, like, dance therapy at university rather than, like, something useful. I mean, I don't really think that I can trust anything I see online anymore. Anything. You can't trust anything, anything you see. Anything. But then, in all fairness, I've always had a, a very particular mentality. Um, it's a very Assassin's Creed mentality, which goes back to something we were speaking about earlier. But <clears throat> my philosophy on life is that nothing is real. Everything's permitted. It is it. The past is not real. It's subject to opinion. The future has yet to happen and we cannot be determined. The only thing that is real is what we experience now. I mean, The only thing that is true right now is that you and I are speaking over Discord. That is it. 
We are in the There's third nothing iteration else of the Matrix. <laughs> we could be in the we could be in the fifteenth simulation of the Matrix right now. We could. There, I mean, that's a possibility. I mean, the possibility. I mean, for all I know, the meeting, the times I've ever met with Brian, never really happened. No. In fact, the games that we played last night, Ghost Recon Wildlands, didn't play out the way that we described earlier in the show. It probably played out a whole lot differently. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Richard Morpheus. Like, mate, I'm, I'm fucking, like, I, and this can, and I do that exact same thing as far as history or any kind of recollection of someone's story goes. Like, I will, like, if you told me, like, oh, you know, you had a fight with a guy and you broke your nose, I'd be like, okay, I don't really care enough to be like, oh, did he really break your nose? Because, you know, for all I know, it could not have happened. It could have happened. Maybe it happened in a completely different way. There's multiple sides to every single story. And at the end of the day, no one is going to give you every side there is possible for a story. So I'm just like, fuck it, I don't care. The winners write the history books, you know. Yeah, yeah that is a point. Well, I mean, everything is basically relative. There's a <clears throat> million ways of looking at everything, so nothing's really certain. Yeah. Everything's true but from in all a fairness, certain point of view, as they say. In all fairness, there's only one example I think that that doesn't apply, which is the Vikings. Because the Vikings didn't write anything down because they were illiterate. But they did win a significant amount of times. <laughs> and the only the only, and the only time that they uh, and yeah, every time they won they were got called like you know, like demons from hell and they were just bad and whatnot because it was the losers that won. So I think that's probably one of the very few times where the loser's perspective was what we get of history. And there has to be an exception to every rule, man. Yeah, of course. I, don't so know. I only say this because I just watched I uh, finished season four of Vikings, so yeah. <laughs> but yeah, speaking of um Scandinavian people, Felix, we got you, bro. <laughs> just to summarize, do you see how I played that? I, I, I just want to see Felix segue. say screw it all and just walk with his money and not care. No, anymore. like me, he's this look, this guy sold sausages in fucking Sweden. Right, hot dogs on the fucking street. That's what he did because he got kicked out of home because all he wanted to do was just play video games and quit uni. Right. The guy's living the dream. He's self-made, right? He doesn't have editors upon editors fucking going over stuff. He's just sitting there making content every day for the last six years. I know that feeling because I've done that. It's Obviously, be, mine has not been be as successful. Though. <clears throat> well, he's having fun, which is great. He enjoys what he does and he loves it. And it's just him. Every now and then, maybe he brings his girlfriend or a few friends to film some stupid skit. But so long as he's having fun, great. And the fact that he's making millions every year, cool. I'm, I could not be happier for a guy. More power to him. I mean, exactly. I'll, I'll, like, I genuinely want to be friends with him, not because he has money, but because he seems like a cool guy. If, if, if I had to be honest, I would say that, like, in the beginning of this segment, about news, there were a lot of pretty eloquent words and things said that I had never expected to be in the same sentence with the name PewDiePie. By the way, compliments, Sid. That was a nice introduction. Um, hey. I, I, I don't watch PewDiePie. I have only seen the last few videos of his because, one, uh, I didn't like PewDiePie's videos when he started out, and when, oh, same. Like, I did like majority when of I f when he first started, like the first like four or five years where he was just doing screaming gameplay. Yeah. 
playing horror games, I didn't like it because it was just wasn't for me, which is fine, right? And I didn't like him back then because of that. But as he's matured and stepped away from that kind of uh, content, and he start like the first video that I started watching again, I started watching of his was the my new car video, and the thumbnail was a Lamborghini, and because everyone was expecting, oh my god, he got a Lamborghini, and the same way that every fucking like famous rich YouTuber gets like some ridiculous sports car and he's driving around in a shitty Nissan Micro and you're like, this guy's hilarious. Like, you can't fault the guy. This guy's just genius. Just driving around Brighton of all fucking places. Yeah, like, uh, I, said, I didn't really like him and I, I can't, I don't dislike him. I'm starting to kind of like him actually, but I can't really say with certainty that I'm there yet. But he's winning me over because I have. <clears throat> he has a lot of like self awareness, and I love the video he made that I have seen when he mentions the people being fake and faking being happy when they're playing because that's what I yeah that is I, that is what I got so from every single video of his, and I hated that. I I could not watch them. They they just felt so <sighs> manufactured. Yes. I well, I mean, you know, there's something to be said about a genuine smile from someone. A oh, genuine yeah. laugh. Absolutely. It's Getting amazing. Well, I mean, just saying, it is amazing, you know. Do I make you it, smile, Brian? Oh, God. <laughs> God, this <laughs> podcast went from hilarious to soggy. <laughs> this is the soggiest podcast ever. <laughs> Holy shit. What the hell just happened? Damn. I mean, when's the, when's, when's the last time <laughs> I have hear Sid? When, when's the well, last an time a game actually like tugged at your heartstrings? To the moon, Walking Dead season one. Uh, I can go with Walking um, Dead season one, which ironically is PewDiePie's most famous video because he's. Crying like a bitch at the end of that. It's, kind of, it's, it's a meme at this point. If like that crying face of his is hilarious. Oh my god! Like you have to watch him play the the very ending of Walking Dead season one because, like, you'll get caught if you get caught up in the emotions. You will cry again because that scene that scene of the game is emotional. But out of context, it's hilarious. It's so funny, and he uses it in his videos as a joke because he's aware that people use it as a joke I don't know man I wish I could be friends with him <laughs> not for his money but because he just seems like a fun guy to hang around with I, I see we're not good enough for you anymore Sid mate I've got I have friends who are significantly richer than he is I just he just seems like a cool self-aware guy Bra brag to the Polish Thank guy you. about all your rich friends <laughs> I have, I know people, people in high places. I have connections. I've cleaned their toilets. Yeah. <laughs> you want the, you want to find the, 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 the shit? You, got you, it. you got nothing on this polish. Nothing. <laughs> oh, you think you're so good. You can eat well, off everybody this takes thing. a shit, don't they? You could eat off this thing, and I know. <laughs> I have. <laughs> they don't give me a real table. <laughs> oh, oh, God. 
Anyway, um, thank you everyone for listening to episode 26 of the I'm Just Playing podcast. This has been a surprisingly um, free-flowing, fast-moving episode. I'm, I've quite enjoyed it. Thank you, Yaku, for joining us. My pleasure. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you don't exactly have a Twitter or anything. So <laughs> no, 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 I don't think. I, well, I mean, whatever. I mean, if you want to hang out with us on Discord, you can. It's like, there's a link somewhere. You'll find it. Um but yeah, so I mean, you can listen to the podcast on Pocket Casts, TuneIn, Stitcher, iTunes, the Google Music, uh, Google Play Music, as well as SoundCloud. And obviously check out our website, I'mJustPlaying.com. Uh, follow us on Twitter, underscore I'mJustPlaying. And you can follow and find us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash I'mJustPlayingPodcast. I changed it, Brian. I changed it. Did you? I changed it from the stupid X, I'm just playing X. I mean, that sounds like a meme lord fucking edgelord thing from the 90s, man. Mate, Joe made it. Okay, that explains everything. (laughs) Silent acceptance. I had to to ask Facebook for permission to change the URL. Like, that was a long, annoying process, but I got it. it (laughs) Thank you, Mr. Zuckerberg. It was just a face. (laughs) Dear Mr. Zuckerberg... Help, <laughs> please. You don't know what it's like. I've got a Polish guy who can clean your toilet for you. <laughs> it's like, I know you feel bad about the whole, you know, VR thing, but fix this for me. <laughs> I know you just lost half a billion dollars. Oh, <laughs> oh man. Yeah, thank you guys for listening. We will catch you in episode 27 on Thursday. Later. See you then. See you.